Now let's get to our mammoth losers, gentlemen. Now who is your mammoth loser for this round, Maxi? Who's under the most heat? Richmond. So Richmond. Just as Fryzy was just saying, um, I lost to St Kilda, so they're now one win, two losses, and a draw. Ooh. So they lost to um, the Haw Hawks last week, and obviously drew to Collingwood the week before. So they've got some big games coming up as well. So they've got Melbourne, as I said um, before, it's usually the Anzac Eve clash, and then North Melbourne, and then GWS. So the first two, you sort of say, it's really hard to gauge how Richmond and Melbourne's going to go. Mm. North Melbourne would have been pretty impressive. They started poorly against Hawthorne on Sunday, but then they fought back and almost stole the game as well. Mm. And then GWS, who are the top four, well, obviously a um, grand final rematch from last year. So three interesting games coming up to Richmond. But as I sort of touched on last week, they sort of just watching Richmond play, they don't seem to be playing the sort of same system or mm. they've just completely lost their form because... As I was sort of saying last week, it seemed when you were watching Richmond last year, you just watched teams continuously bomb the ball into Richmond's defence mm -hmm. and then intercept and then just take the ball forward <laughs> however they could. And it just seems like they've got a lot of their good players out of form, particularly Dusty Martin and Jack Rewald at the moment. Mm -hmm. I think a few of their small forwards are still in okay form, but not to the level that they were of last year. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's interesting to see where the Tigers are going to be at coming through the next the next sort of block of four games, considering mm -hmm. they're to see whether they can recapture that form without the Tiger Army, especially if they end up going to another another state to play most mm. of their games to see when when they actually turn their season around. And no jungle drums as well, Maxi. No. I'm telling you, it's making an impact. We're talking about a lack of hunger the week before. Yeah. This week, we saw a lot of damning vision from their defenders, as you mentioned. No accountability, particularly on Tim Membry, who on two occasions at least had pretty much no opponent when he was going up for a mark. Now, that is totally un-Richmond-like and almost not in an AFL standard. So mm -hmm. they've got to look themselves pretty hard in the mirror of the Tigers. The other thing is you mentioned some of their uh, upcoming games. North Melbourne, I'm pretty sure, showed them up last season as well. So I know it was a, a little while ago, but yeah. the form line there isn't so great. Yeah, as I said, it's going to be interesting to see when they turn their season around without the big crowds at the MCG. Fryzy, let's get to your mammoth loser for this week. And... Who have you put under the spotlight? Oh, yes. Well, I'm going to look at West Coast, actually. Oh. It couldn't have believably got any worse than last week, but I don't think uh, their performance was any better here. Nothing like what we've uh, known them to be the last few years, this super consistent side playing anywhere. Um, I have no doubt the whole hub situation has impacted them mm -hmm. in a negative way, as it probably would for most. Um it's probably too soon to say, but have they perhaps put the cue in the rack mentally? Have they just, checked just, out? Yeah, have mm. they mentally checked out, just knowing that 2020 is going to be different for obvious reasons? And, uh, you know, is it a case of, well, let's get through it and we'll, and we'll relaunch bigger and better next year? I don't know. There could be others mm. thinking the same thing. It'd, It'd be interesting to see how many games they get in Perth in a row, mm. because what are they at the moment? They're one and three. So I would have thought if I was West Coast, I would be opening for just an even ledger by the time mm -hmm. that we leave Queensland. Mm -hmm. And then you'd get a run of Massive run. How many, however many, six, maybe even eight games in Perth, where you'd think they're probably going to win almost all of those games, if not probably at least 90% of those games. They, they might drop one or two along the way. Mm -hmm. But the West Coast of last year, 
probably wouldn't lost any games whether we'll see that how the west coast from the queensland hub go back to perth and whether they turn it around straight away mm-hmm. or is this a sign that maybe they're just out of form for the entire season there is an expectation that they will get a lot of those games back in perth but what if they don't what if yeah. something else happens and what if they're kind of stuck stranded and, and may have to play in different states as well i mean there's no assurance that they actually will get those games mm. all consecutively yeah it was interesting because at the start of the year they had i think one of the um leaders for the brownlow medals um, count last year and Tim Kelly comes mm. through so we're thinking West Coast have already got this great midfielder and then now um, adding someone who's finished I think he was top five in the Brownlow medal last year if not he was at least top 10 so we just thought West Coast are going to be top four no questions asked this <laughs> yeah. year so yeah again it'll be interesting to see whether once they turn back to Perth can they turn it around or not